In today's podcast, we talk to the founder of Commercial Warehouse in Sydney, Mr. Graham Huff. Graham reveals his top secrets on how to borrow money from the big banks to buy high-yield commercial properties without declaring an income. Graham shows us how to achieve this, as well as sharing several other secret wealth strategies of millionaire commercial property investors. Hey there, gurus. This is Tony Buffer, your host of the Commercial Property Insiders Podcast. This is the podcast that takes you to the inner sanctum of commercial property millionaires, investors, and industry experts. This is where Australia's top insiders reveal their secrets about making positive cash flow, passive income, through commercial property. This is a non-BS, unscripted, unrehearsed podcast designed to give you ideas and inspiration to become the next commercial property millionaire guru, just like many of my guests. And be sure to stay tuned right to the end, gurus, where I ask each expert insider to give you, the listener, a secret 30-second tip. This is something I love to ask all of my guests as a special bonus for you. Three, two, one. Commercial properties are a go. My special guest today is the one and only Graham Huff. Graham, how are you today? We're going well, Tony. We're going well. And how's things in Adelaide today? Oh, Adelaide is just marvellous. Graham, every day is a holiday in Adelaide. And uh, unlike Sydney, we actually have clean air and clean water. Um, it's wonderful. And electricity, I hear now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm still peddling. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, the old Adelaide jokes are back. Okay. So, Graham, now you are well known. Adelaide customers. What was that? Sorry? We just lost all the Adelaide customers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. Graham loves Adelaide. He's just, just kidding, <laughs> folks. Now, Graham, you are well known as the Australian commercial property loan in the uh, Australian commercial property loan circle, and you've been a finance expert for over 20 years. Now that makes you, in mine, in my mind anyway, compared to little old me, who's been a mortgage broker for only a couple of years, uh, that makes you a commercial loan guru, really. Now tell us. Did you always want to be a commercial loan writer? What got you into it? Was it a dream of a 10-year-old Graham Huff? Gee, Tony. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the welcome. And um, I guess, first of all, all, you need to clarify that anything that I say tonight is information only. There's no advice. (laughs) There's no advice. And the reason we always say that, because I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about sometimes. (laughs) So we've covered off on that. There, there we go. So the answer to your question, Tony, what was I doing at 10 years old, mate? Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm flat out remembering. I'm flat out remembering. <laughs> <laughs> but, what, but, but what I can tell you is it certainly wasn't about being a guru. Oh. I, I think okay. 10-year-olds actually have other things on their mind. And, 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 and so, But what I can say to you, Tony, yeah. is that, and this, this was interesting. When I was 10 years old, I really wanted to be a real estate agent. And I do remember oh, that. So go. I loved property. So um, it wasn't about being a guru, but there was within me, I always, I was always, I've always had a love of being, you know, in real estate. And um, so even at that young age, that's what I wanted to be, 10 and maybe a little bit older. So, um, so I actually went down that path at one stage. And I did end up being a real estate agent. And from there, um, I sort of... Was that before? 
They crossed tense over. Then. Were they just tense uh, around then, were they? So, sorry, what was that, Tony? Oh, I'm just joking. Sorry. No more jokes, right? I just said if they were tents that were being sold at, the, at that time. No, no, it was, well, no, what I can tell you is, no, this was in Sydney. So, okay, so, so evolving the story a little bit further. So what happened was I actually, and this, this, is, this is what really happened, right? So I started selling real estate, and um, then the question was, well, how did you get into finance, right? Because you, you were sort of asking about finance. Yeah. This, I used to, I'd sit in the real estate office in Sydney, and I used to have a guy opposite him. We used, to, we used to look at each other all day, right? And um, this guy, and then one day this guy from Aussie Home Loans came in. Mm. And this guy, Michael, came in and he said, um, we, like, we used to have a chat to Michael and say, mate, what are you doing today? And he said, oh, look, I'm, uh, I'm going out um, shopping with my wife. And I used to look at the guy opposite me. I was thinking, okay, well, we're working. That's fine. And uh, he, you know, he'd say, look, have you got any leads for us? Because that's what they used to do in those days. The guys, sure. you know, they used to come in the door, right? So that was mm-hmm. fine. And then a few days later, the same guy comes in the in the in the shop. And I said, Mike, I said, mate, you're only here the other day. I said, mate, you know what, what's happening? What are, what, what are you doing today? He says, Oh, Graham. He says, I'm I'm going to go and play golf. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this 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 doesn't add up. And so what actually evolved from there? <clears throat> I ended up in finance. I thought there's got to be a better way, and I actually ended up in finance. So there you go. That was a story. But I actually started in real estate. Well, there you go. But uh, yeah. you're, you're working harder than ever. I don't think you're playing golf every second day, are you? No, no, we're not. We, we, we're certainly – we've got a lot going on at the moment. So it's actually, it's actually very exciting times at the moment, Tony. Hmm, they are. Let me get to that in a moment. But I just wanted to build up for the listeners just to let them know how you got into – commercial property um, loan writing, because it's, it is a specialty. And look, I, I'm a, as I've declared to others, I'm a resi mortgage broker. I know nothing about commercial loans. It's a totally different beast. So I'd love to know how you got involved in it and what in your mind uh, would be a good thing to share with, um, with the listeners about, uh, you know, some really unique uh, commercial uh, loan that you might have done different to what most people would be used to. Right, well, there's a few of those. But anyway, so you know, coming coming back to the first the first question, so sort of moving along from what I was saying before about being in the real estate agent. So obviously, I had to tra- tra- transfer over to to finance. Yep. And so how that actually um, how that actually transpired was, I had a mate of mine, and he was working for Rams Home Loans. Oh, Rams. And as I said, I had this experience with the and I had this experience with the with the Aussie guy who was coming into the real estate shop all the time. And so this mate of mine, and his name's Al, he said to me, Graham, he says, you want to come and sell, sell loans, sell home loans? I says, Al, I don't know anything about home loans. He says, mate, don't worry about it. Just, just turn up. Go, come in here. He says, well, give me some brochures. Go and see the customer. Read them the brochure. And he says, if they've got any questions, just tell them you come back to them. I says, mate, if you can do that, I can do that. So, so that's how I started that. And, of course, the first customer I went in, I didn't get because yeah. I read the brochure. That was it. But what happened was it became a process, and so I started to learn from it. Mm. And the thing was, I was meeting, I was meeting people, and it was just such a great job. And so I was, I started sort of going down this path, and I started to really enjoy it. So from Rams, I've ended a bit of time with um, NRMA Home Loans. We had home loans in those days. Um, and then I started, did a bit of a stint with HSBC Bank. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we've, I've seen both sides of the spectrum. And then yeah. after that, I thought, okay, uh, maybe I should become a broker. And so we set up 
um, set up a company. We started doing home loans, a bit like you're doing, Tony. Yep. Started yep. off in home loans. Yep. And then as that evolved, we started to specialise and do a lot of low-doc home loans because uh-huh. we found the low-doc home loans, were, you know, they're much quicker, much easier, and, and the small business owners, right? Yep. And then from the low-doc home loans, it further migrated to we started doing low-doc commercial. And uh-huh. that's where my commercial journey started. Wow. So it wasn't really anything planned or anything great or any big destiny. It yeah. just sort of evolved. And then from the low-dot commercial, there was a base there, and then we started writing full-dot commercial. And then within the full-dot commercial, we started specialising with investors. So that's sort of how the path happened. Um, and it just sort of, as I say, it just evolved. And, mm. and all often, it's just been a fun trip. Because oh, we've seen yeah. the you know we've we've seen all the bits and pieces and we yeah. and we've ended up in a really good spot, um, and so now we just focus on commercial and okay. our core business and core mm-hmm. business within that is high yield investors, so that's pretty well all we do all day. Okay, so, so hope that answers that. That's how that's how I ended up being a commercial finance broker. Yeah. <laughs> right, so so that was a trip. Now in yeah. regards to deals. Um, like we do, obviously, we, we do a lot of deals and we do see quite a few tricky deals as well, right? However, there was one deal that we did do and it wasn't so much as a tricky deal. I just thought it was a really, really clever deal. And so the deal, and this, and this person is still a customer to this day. Mm-hmm. And what it was is um, if you go back sort of years ago, you could do self-managed super fund commercial loans with the banks. Yep. And we could see that that wasn't going to last. You could just see it, right? Okay. So anyway, this particular customer, he's in Melbourne. Um, he rang us up and he said, look, this is what we're looking to do. We want to get a um, commercial property. I says, yep, look, we'll do that. And we did it at an extremely cheap rate. And he, was, he had his own business. It was a small owner-occupied business. But the reason this particular loan was attractive is the commercial property that he bought he bought in a place called Fisherman's Bend in Melbourne. Yep, Fisherman's now, Bend, sure. And now, Melbourne. Fisherman's Bend in Melbourne, it's just up the road from, from Port Melbourne. Yep. And so what this guy had done is he had put his business into this commercial property. It's now within the self-managed super fund. He was getting absolutely cheap bank rates. But the kicker was this property is, is probably now, even nowadays, zoned for apartments. Right. So what he had done, he created immense wealth for himself mm. just by using that particular loan, and you couldn't actually do that loan today. If yeah. you were to do that loan today, he'd pay a much higher rate. Yeah. So that, for me, was probably one of the most clever deals that I'd seen in creating wealth, and I think he's still in that building. He own occupies it to this day. So mm. that, mm. That, 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 that was actually a real standout deal. And that guy has made a lot of money. Let me go this way. We're talking, it's in the million. Wow. Just by that clever move and packaging it in the fund. If he'd packaged it outside the fund, huge big tax liability. So there you go. That's, that's a deal. It was a real standout, Tony. Beautiful. Thank you for that, yeah. That's really good information. So, uh, so here I am. I'm, I'm a newbie commercial property investor and um, – I would love to uh, you know, know what to do. Like, I've, you know, we've found a property. Um, this is a great commercial property. It looks like it's got good yields. We come to you. Walk us through the process. Tell us how someone, a newbie like me, would come to you and ask you, Graham, can you help me get a deal here? What, you know, how would you structure 
Okay, so the first thing that we do with any customer is we ask them to fill out a couple of, a bit like a home loan broker, the customer wants to know how much can they borrow. Yep. So what do you do? You ask them a few questions, they fill out some forms, yep. and you, you ask them questions like how much deposit have you got, what sort of job have you got, and then from there, that this particular customer now knows what they can go and buy. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they now they, they come back to us because they they they've got a good guide as to property price and what the loan's going to be. So the first thing that we say to any customer, and even if they haven't done that, is send us the real estate brochure for the property. We call it the the information memorandum. It comes from the real estate agent, right? Mm-hmm. Then once we've got that, we say, okay, Tony, we're going to send that to the bank. Because your commercial, every property is unique. Every property is unique, right? Yeah. And the same property can have lots of different values, vacant versus 10-year tenants, right? So we then send that to the bank and we say, what are you guys comfortable on, on this? What's the loan? What's the rate? What can we do? It's done within 24 hours because we're just cranking this out all day, right? Yeah. Then we go back to the customer. We say to you, we say, Tony, okay, on that particular property, given your circumstances, the bank will do this rate. And they'll do this amount alone. Let's go. And that's it. And so then we start packaging it up, get it all in, obviously go through the process, and then it gets settled, done and dusted, and we move on. Graham, that's very, very interesting. Uh, And that's broad, but I heard you last night speaking on a webinar, whatever it was called, live webinar, and you talked about something that was new to me. It was called a lease doc loan, and you claimed, and I was shocked, to be honest, that you said you can can get a certain type of commercial property and get a loan for it without even declaring your income. It doesn't matter what you earn. It just, it's all about the tenants or it's all about the property. Is that, is that right? Did I understand that correctly? Uh, you're two thirds of the way there, but you're pretty close. So, so, so in commercial, it's a little bit different to residential in that it, the 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 bank is going to look at the commercial property and the income stream. Hmm. And so, therefore, if you actually have a property which has um, got a strong lease on it, say a three year lease, good tenant, then the bank can actually just lend off that lease, and it's normally done on a two thirds, one third basis. And on your side, you can have as many commitments as you want. It really doesn't matter. They're still going to ask you for all that stuff, but they're just going to fund off the lease. Now, that's not something you can do in residential, which is no. the reason we're busy. So it's in amazing. commercial, it's different. It's, a, it's an amazing line. We write lots and lots of it, lots of it, because what the bank is looking at is the strength of the tenant. And it's a good place to be because that's where the income stream is. True. And so, yeah, we do a lot of those loans, Tony. Absolutely. Wow. Structure, wow. We structure a heap of, a heap of those loans. That alone is—it's a mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. And and so in commercial, there's a rule like the the larger the deposit, the more chance there is that the loan's going to get. So on those particular loans, we normally do about sixty-five percent, two thirds, one third. Yep. Saying that if if there's if there becomes a problem with that, you can actually go down to fifty percent. At fifty percent in commercial, the loan is nearly always going to get done. Nearly always going to get done. Just a matter of rate. Wow. It's all priced according to risk. Now, again, yeah. you can't do that in residential. In residential, and you again, you'd be familiar with this, you either pass or you don't, you either service or you don't. Yeah. So that's different that's to a commercial loan. So you're really exciting, mate. That's another reason, that's another reason we got into it because there's lots of stuff that we, can, that we can do. We can do deals. We like doing deals, right? We want yep. our customers to go well. Yeah. 
Beautiful. That's great. Great point. Great point. No, that, that, that's, look, that is a very attractive thing for, for people like me and I'm sure many other, many other potential investors that if you've got a good deal, then you don't have to worry about all that uh, rigmarole about your bank statements and income and so on and so forth. So that's great to know. Now, Graham, I did have a look at your website, cwh.com.au. That's commercial warehouse, right? It took me about a month to work out what CWH was, but I got there. Anyway, yes, it's CWH. Yes, no, it's very difficult to work out. <laughs> cwh.com.au. And I noticed your slogan there said, Your Door to Wealth, which is a fantastic slogan for us property investors. But can you sort of expand on that and you can just explain to us in a little bit more detail how you help clients to achieve this door to wealth? Okay. So the reason we have a door, what's called a door to wealth, and this even, Tony, this even goes back to, to my home loan days, right? So whenever we, whenever we want and saw a customer, we always want our customers to make money because, you know, if customers are making money, number one, you've got a lot of them, and number two, they're happy. That's how it works, right? So we were never really about writing loans. Like customers don't want a loan. If I say you want a loan, you don't want to, no one wants debt, right? And so we, we said to you, okay, look, if you're going to get a loan, you obviously want to pay it back. How are you going to pay it back? And they would say to us, oh, we, you know, with our home loan, we're going to work for 30 years and then we're going to pay it back. Mm. And we used to say, look, really? Do you want to do that? So I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if I can do that, right? No, so what we, would, what we would do, and this is in the home loan game, is we would then, instead of, we would say to them, look, how about we do this? So we would then go and get them an investment property. So another loan, right? Yep. And we'd say to them, okay, now you've got your home loan. Over here, you've got an investment property. And then maybe 10 years from now, it's gone up in value. Because quite often, you know, in Sydney and areas like that, they probably, 17 years, they may double in value. Yeah. And if it doubles in value, then once it's doubled in value, then perhaps you can pay your loan back. And so that was that was what these customers did, right? And yeah. so we were always about making it was always about for us about they we wanted them to make money, right? So that's how that the residential side started. And then from there it evolved, like I said, to the commercial. So okay, so we're in commercial now. Now we want our customers to make money. Now, in commercial, you make money not out of it going up in value. That's a residential play. That's a capital game play, right? Yep. Still yep. does go up in value. But in commercial, you make money out of income. Right. And you make you can make a lot of money, right? So all of a sudden now, we're in a situation where we've got investors. They're buying high-yield commercial properties, 7 8%, whatever it is. Mm. The loan's been done at 3 or 4%. All of a sudden now, they've got a, they're making an income. And so we'd transferred that, that always, you know, we want our customers to make money over to the commercial realm. And again, if you're making money for your customers, <laughs> they're happy. And the amazing thing is what we started to learn, and because a lot of our customers are making 500 to 1,000 a week. Now, I'm just saying that's, what, that's real, right? And so to 1,000 a week. Jeez. Yeah, and that's after all expenses, right? And so, wow. so, and so what happened was now they're making money, and guess what? When someone's making money, what do you think they do? Can we have some more? Of course. And so normally the customer comes back six months to a year. Depends, depends how greedy they are and what much they want. Yeah. And we go again. And so, we're, and so, and this is why my job is so rewarding. It is absolutely yeah. so rewarding because we then see a customer. There's customers that I've seen that are up to their, maybe their fourth property or their fifth property. Yeah. Maybe a residual of 300000 a year now. Beautiful. And they just come back 
because they're just going to do the same thing again. So that was where the door to wealth thing came from. And again, it was nothing that was pre-planned or anything. It was just from the homeland days where we said, look, if you're going to get if you're going to get into debt, you want to make money, and so it's sort of gone from there, Tony. And it's been yeah. really exciting, mate. Our customers, that's what I'm saying. It's been very exciting. It's been a ex- it's been a really exciting journey, and there's still heaps more to go. Still heaps more to go. Wonderful. So yeah, I mean, in the resi game, definitely, um, you know, most. Most investors, uh, when they're buying, especially in capital cities, they're, they're negative gearing, right? Pretty mm-hmm. typical. And that's just the way it is because the prices have gone through the roof and it's yep. uh, very hard to get a decent return. return. But even, but now, I have to ask you, now interest rates are, are so low. As you know, they're at record lows. Mm-hmm. You can still get, in the right area, you can still get some resi properties with decent yield, I think in, say, outer suburbs or regional and so on, um, even though you may not get the capital gains, but you can get some positive growth. However, my question is, have you always seen that commercial properties give higher yield than residential, even in these low interest rate times? Well, we've seen what we're, in fact, we were, we were chatting about this the other day. And so what, we, what, what we're seeing is what we call a margin, uh, sometimes there's a margin of what's called 5%. Right. So to give an example, if we've done the loan at, say, um, say um, 10% yield for the property, this is going back a few years ago. 10%. So it's wow. got a 10% yield and the loan's done at 4%. Right. That was a 6% yield, what we call margin, right? So what yeah. we typically see is a 5% margin. So if okay. we went back a few years ago, the, the yield would be, say, 10, 10%. The loan's done at 5%, 5% margin. Yeah. That property today is maybe come down to, say, 7% yep. or 7.5%, say yeah. 7.5%. The loan's done at 2.5%. The margin's 5%. So we're always looking for the spread, right? Yeah. So the answer is it does move around, but the, the key thing is we're in a window now where definitely the margin is there, so that's why the time is to go now. But yeah, when the, when the commercial rates can start to write hot rate, right, you know, go higher, then yep. things obviously are going to slow down. Absolutely, right. But right now, right now is the time, and we've seen it for the last few years. All the all the all the residential investors are coming into the commercial side. Yeah. Okay. It, look, yeah. It's, I know with the resi, it's crazy out there. We are definitely in the middle of a property bur- property boom, yep. and I'm sure you're seeing that in commercial as well. So yeah, it's a good exactly. time. Let me ask you, then, um, you've obviously uh, had a lot of experience with so many, I'm sure, very, very successful investors, com- commercial property investors. So are you, would, you, would you like to just share a couple of their secrets or recipes to success that um, they've used to you know, become uh, very successful through commercial property? Okay, so there's one, there's one underlying theme with most commercial professional investors. Number, the, and this is the number one thing. They have a team. Okay. Absolutely, they have a team of professionals, and these professionals specialise in commercial. Yeah. So these deals are put together, and you can you can see it's the same for us. We're part of you're part of a team. You've got it. You've got to be in with. You've got to be in with the network. You cannot do commercial alone. If you go into commercial alone, you're going to be very very careful. Because there's rewards there, but there's also a lot of risks, right? So if you said to me about the professional investors, so you'll, you'll see they'll come in with the, there's a team. Like there's typically there's a buyer's agent 
you see a lot of lot of stuff coming with buyers agents because they've yep. got the connections, right? Yep. So we see a buyers agent, we'll see uh, an accountant, we see stuff yep. the accountant, yep. then um, a solicitor that conveys in commercial property, hmm. and obviously we do finance, so we're a commercial finance firm. We're spe- specialising in commercial, and yep. so you'll see the investors. They actually have a team. They have a, they have a network to do their properties. And so when they found a property or the buyer's agents found them a property, it just goes bang, bang, bang. It's pretty well seamless. Yeah. So that's the trick to doing, to, to sort of getting the deals, I guess is the best way to put it. And you've got to get that professional advice all the way through from those professionals. Mm. But like at the start, you know, I said it's information only. Yeah. Where you, get your, where you get your advice from is not from your aunt or uncle. You can if you want, but you want to get it from your accountant or the tax specialist. Yeah, you want to get it from a commercial property, you know, conveyance specialist, and yep. that's that's what we see the defining thing between the professional investor and the someone that's just going to have a go. So for yeah. anyone that's just going to uh, is just starting out, mm. the biggest thing I'd say to you is make sure you're dealing with someone that's part of a team, part Absolutely. of a team. Uh, look, yeah, I, yeah. I do get that, and and I think because it's so new for me personally, because it's so new, I've got to got to use a buyer's agent. So um, absolutely important. So all the other stuff is important as well. So, hundred percent agree yeah. with that. So that that's uh, really good. I have to ask you before I forget, because everyone wants to know about interest rates, and yes. um, I, I get sick of answering it. But <laughs> how do you see, from a commercial property point of view, how do you see interest rates changing over the next six to twelve months? Sorry, what was the, what was the time period there, Tony? Oh, let's say let's say for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, okay. So it's quite interesting. So, mm-hmm. so we're talking in in March now, twenty twenty one, and uh, we're just starting to see now. Probably in the last week or so, maybe last few weeks, we've just seen rates move, and we're talking slightly. The commercial rates have just moved slightly up. Have they? Yeah. Saying that, you've got to remember, I think it's JobKeeper's finishing in a few weeks or whatever. So that's going to, we're not sure how that's going to play out. Mm. But the underlying view is uh, look, they're pretty well going to, we we think they're going to sit fairly low for quite a while to come. Um, We we think they're actually off the bottoms they were in June, July, August last year when things were really rough. Um, So yeah, that's that's our view going forward. We're certainly not going to see anything go up. We don't think anything's going to go up in a rush. No. And if it was, just on that, so, okay, so you got to you remember we've got all these investors out there, a bunch of investors we've written loans for. So what's the brief? The brief is when this thing does start to move, people are going to probably fix. Yep. That's what they're going to do. They probably won't get it right at the bottom, but you know what? No one gets the share market right at the bottom. Maybe you do. I don't. I always, I'm never at, the, never at the bottom and I'm never at the top. All right? exactly. And so we say, look, as, you, as long as you get close to the bottom, then you're fine. And that's that. That's how that's probably going to play out. And I suggest the same thing's probably going to happen in home loans too. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. In fact, you probably know more about the fixed rates versus variable at the moment in home loans. Crazy. Uh, fixed uh, rates are uh, much lower than variable. We're talking uh, with home loans, we're talking as low as 1.88. I saw one for 1.69 fixed for two years, by the way. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah, special yeah. deal. But um, 1.88, 1.89, you can get fixed for two years, where variable is about 2.5%. So definitely, um, yeah, definitely uh, fixed is there. And that tells you really that the banks don't are in the game to lose money. So if they're going to fix it for two years, then they don't think they're going to rise that much, put it that way. Well, you, you, you've got to remember, the, the, the banks are swimming in money. This is the other thing. 
There's, I've never seen liquidity like we've seen now. The banks mm. are absolutely swimming in money. Yeah. I think the 90-day bank bill rate is something like 0.1% or something. Yes, that's right. So the, the, the banks are making, they're still making oh. heaps. Mate, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 there's no issue there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're going well. That's true. Yeah. Very good. No, that's a good tip. Thank you so much for that. So really good insight for our listeners. So I appreciate that. So um, we do need to wrap up. I'm, I could talk to you for hours, Graham, because there's so much great information there. But I always like to leave our guests with a 30-second secret tip about commercial property. So is there something that you'd like to leave uh, with our listeners that not too many people out there would know about? Okay. So my tip is actually very, very simple. And my tip is take a position. Okay. All these people are out there with education and they're learning and that's great. But the guys that we see making the money, they take a position. So for the people listening, my tip to you is just have a go. Just absolutely have a go. With rates so low, it's pretty hard to go wrong. Mm. So there you go, my 30-second tip, take a position. And mm. if you do that, the worst thing you're going to do is end up with the property. It's, <laughs> it's not a bad place to be, right? <laughs> exactly right. No, that's great. Well, no, that's really good, Graham. I, I agree. It's so easy for us. And I'm, I've been guilty of it. It's, oh, should I go now? Should I wait? And, you know, and meanwhile, prices, have, like you say, they double in five years or whatever it is. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Very good tip. Tony, can I just say one thing on that? And that's from experience because we, we see customers two years, you know, I've seen customers two and three years ago. Yep. That have bought property now up to the third, fourth property. We've also seen other people that are still looking around. Yeah. They're still looking around. Yep. So take the position. Just yep. just go. What do they say? Nike. Does it do it? Nike? Yeah, just, just do, do it. it. That's the just one. do it. Take your position and go. <laughs> Beautiful. No, love it. Love it, Graham. That's a, that's an amazing tip and uh, certainly one I'm planning on implementing. So definitely, definitely good advice. So thank you for that. All right. So, Graham, time is upon us. And um, look, thank you so much for coming in as my special guest. You've given some great insights, fantastic information. Would love to have you back again sometime, Graham. Uh, maybe to go into a bit more detail about some of the strategies you use for giving a great loan or maybe something peculiar that people want to learn about. Is that okay with you? That that would be great. It'd be a pleasure, absolute pleasure, Tony. Absolute pleasure. Wonderful. So before you go, though, please tell our listeners how they can best get in touch with you. So they'd be, to, to get in touch, you can call us as as um, Tony has said. The website is cwh.com.au. Uh, we've tried to keep it short because we like simple, we like easy. Um, CW was gone, so we had to go cwh.com.au. So we've um, that's the website. If you'd like to email us. So the email address is T, and then it's B. So it's T for Tony, B for Boffer, at cwh.com.au. <laughs> like it doesn't get a new year. Okay, so they can true. remember that, Tony. TB at cwh.com.au. So if I'm you want to ring us, <laughs> ringing now. now. If you want to call us, one 362 More than happy to help you. No, really, one 300 help was it? One three hundred five six nine three six two. Five six nine three six two. Beautiful. Wonderful. Five six nine three six two. 
Beautiful. All right. That's fantastic, Graham. Well, um, thank you again. Really appreciate your time. Um, and thank you all for listening. Um, and remember, you can contact Graham. Just go to his website, uh, cwh.com.au, or he's left his number, 1300-569-362. So, Graham, thank you again for your time. It's been great fun. Really appreciate it. And I hope to catch up with you very soon. Good night, sir. Good night. Take care. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, gurus, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay ahead on all the latest news on commercial property. And if you are serious about investing in commercial property and really want to be a success, I strongly encourage you to learn from the best and head over to commercialpropertyschool.com forward slash insiders and get specialist education on commercial property investing. That's right, folks, commercialpropertyschool.com forward slash insiders and go for the best course in Australia on commercial property. Until next time, gurus, Tony Boffer signing off for the Commercial Property Insiders Podcast. All of the opinions offered are done in good faith. In the event of any person sharing their story or information, this does not constitute financial advice. The opinions contained may be short-term in nature and are subject to change. Past performance is not indicative of future results. All investments involve substantial monetary risk, including the risk of losing one's entire investment. None of the information contained here constitutes or is intended to constitute a recommendation that any particular security investment or strategy is suitable for any specific person. None of the information contained here is nor is intended to be personalised investment advice. You should strongly consider seeking advice from your own personal investment advisor based on your specific circumstances. Real estate investing is a dynamic vehicle. Cash flow and equity positions can change on a daily basis. People on this podcast may be affiliated with certain products and services.